0: Hello, and welcome to Fem. This is a podcast where we discuss topics related to sexual violence, femininity, and all that it entails. My name is Noah Joseph. Thank you for joining us. Women Talking is our topic in this episode. But before we get into it, let's meet our female icon figure of the week. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, aka Notorious RBG, was an American lawyer and jurist who served as an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States of America from 1993 until her death in 2020. Born Joan Ruth Bader on March 1933 to Nathan and Celia Bader in Brooklyn, New York. So, Joan is her first name. They actually opted for Ruth because when it was time to enroll her in school, there were a number of Joans in the class. To avoid any confusion, they called her Ruth. In my secondary school then, blessing was a common name, so we added numbers to their names according to who came first. The first was blessing one, second was two, and just like that, yeah. Ruth was 17 years old when she met her husband, Martin David Gingsborg at Cornell University where they were both undergraduate. It was a blind date. She graduated from the university with a Bachelor of Arts in government in 1954 and married her husband a few days later. She went on to attend Harvard Law School, she and her husband both, where she was one of only nine women in a class of over 500 students. She graduated in 1959 tying for first class Unlike her husband, she was unable to find a job at her alma mater or any decent law firm due to gender discrimination. Now, gender discrimination, also known as sexism, is when someone is treated unequally or disadvantageous based on their gender, not necessarily in a sexual nature. And Ruth has long credited her husband for the success she has enjoyed in her legal, academic, and judicial career, especially at a time when women were encouraged to stay at home and devote their energies to supporting their spouses. In 1963, she eventually became a professor at Rutgers University, matter of fact, when she learned she was pregnant with her second child. She wore baggy clothes until her contract as a professor was renewed. I'm sure you can guess why. She co-founded the Women's Rights Project at the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, in 1972. She was appointed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, Circuit by President Jimmy Carter in 1980 and was appointed to the Supreme Court by President Bill Clinton in 1993 at 60 years old, becoming only the second woman and the first Jewish to serve on the Supreme Court. And by the way, even though Sandra O'Connor was a Jewist 12 years before RBG, the court did not have a women's bathroom until RBG pointed it out she was a pioneering advocate for gender equality as an attorney she argued several landmark cases before the supreme court that helped establish legal protections for women and other historical marginalized groups. ruth and martin had a marriage of equality and partnership they split housework childcare, and cooking actually cooking wasn't actually ruth's forte Martin was known for quietly helping his wife's appointment to those top government jobs. He was her best friend and biggest booster. Martin died in 2010 from cancer on June 27th at the age of 78. They were married for 57 years and had two children. Ruth was known for her strongly worded dissent in cases she disagreed with majority opinion. That's what dissent means to disagree with majority opinion. And her dissent often became a rallying cry for activists and advocates, particularly in cases of voting rights, reproductive rights, and civil liberties. She was known for her support of women's rights and individual liberties. Ruth became a cultural icon, earning her the nickname notorious RBG for her fiery personality and dedication to justice. There was a movie made about her called On the Basis of Sex. The film was released in 2018. You can also pick up her book titled In My Own Words. She inspired countless people, particularly women, to pursue careers. Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away on September 18, 2020, at the age of 87, after serving on the supreme court for 27 years her legacy as a jurist and advocate for justice continue to inspire many today there is a quote of hers that says fight for the things you care about but do it in a way that would lead others to join you Women talking. What does that even mean? It is an act of women coming together to communicate and exchange ideas, experiences, and opinions. This can take many forms, including support networks, mentorship programs, collaborative projects, and advocacy movements. This episode was inspired by a movie I saw months ago called Women Talking, which was an adaptation of a novel by the same name. Women Talking is a novel by Miriam Tells that was published in 2018. It is based on a true story of a group of Mennonite women. Between 2005 and 2009, in a remote Mennonite colony in Bolivia named Manitoba Colony, after the province in Canada, many girls and women would wake in the morning feeling drowsy and in pain their bodies bruised and bleeding, having been attacked in the night. These attacks were attributed to ghosts and demons. Some members of the community felt the women were being made to suffer by God or Satan for the punishment of their sins. Many accused the women of lying for attention or to cover up adultery. Some others believed everything was the result of a wild female imagination. Eventually, it was revealed that eight men from the colony had been using an animal anesthetic to knock their victims unconscious and rape them. The novel is a reaction through fiction to these true-life events. I mean, the author imagines a conversation among these women meeting to decide what to do. But it was drawn from real-life interviews and conversations with Mennonite women in Bolivia. So, in, in the novel and in the film, these women had to come together to decide what actions to take. Although the men were arrested, but the community leader and elders decided to post bail for the imprisoned attackers to be able to bring them home to face trial. Meanwhile, for everyone's place to be guaranteed in heaven... These men had to be forgiven. If the women can't forgive them, they will have to leave the colony for the outside world, and they were given two days to decide. These women were illiterate, but they met secretly to discuss their options, which included to stay and fight, leave, or do nothing. They organized these meetings with the help of a man who was appointed by them to take the minutes of the meeting. These women were illiterate, but they were able to pull it off. They agreed to disagree. They argued, some completely disagreed, but in the end, they made a decision and acted on it. They left, well, most of them. The movie was directed by Sarah Pauli. Read the book or watch the movie or do both if you can. They are vivid, powerful, thought-provoking portrayal of the women's experiences. Conversations between women have massive benefits. Women can amplify the voices of other women, especially those who are often marginalized or underrepresented. This can include sharing each other's work, giving credit where credit is due, and advocating for each other in professional and personal settings. I saw an Instagram reel of Octavia Spencer a while ago talking about how Jessica Chastain and her were having a conversation about salary and and when they started calling numbers, Jessica Chastain went completely quiet. She didn't know that black women were paid so little in comparison. Jessica told Octavia that they would be tied on the movie, The Help. It's a 2011 movie. She made sure they were paid the same amount. And Octavia said they paid her five times more than their initial offer. See what happened there? Collaborate instead of competing. Instead of sitting across her, sit beside her. Women benefit from collaboration more than competition. We need to reverse the stereotype that women don't support each other when other women succeed. They are paving the way for us all. It is important for women to be allies. We can then provide emotional and practical support to each other, such as sharing resources, providing mentorship or sponsorship, and helping each other navigate challenges in the workplace and beyond. I was reading about a lady who was an accountant in a firm. She tried to ask the only female senior to launch, and this senior told her, Look, there is only one room for one, female, for one female partner here. You and I are not going to be friends. This lady, this lady accountant, decided this would not be her. So as she advanced her career, she hosted women-only launches, reached out to each woman who joined the firm through open-door policy, sharing advice and personal experiences. Let's not let generational divide divide us. Some junior women may see senior women as being out of reach in their positions of power, and some senior women may assume new females will experience same challenges and setback as they did and can figure it out on their own. It is important for all women of all positions and career points to communicate about their experience, both starting out and working their way up. Senior women can call out gender biases in hiring, work assignments, compensation, and promotions. You see, allyship can help challenge biases, stereotypes that hold women back from speaking up when they witness discrimination or microaggressions and educating others about the importance of gender equality, which we will be talking about gender equality in our next two episodes. Yeah. allies can model inclusive behaviors and practices inspiring others to do the same and creating a ripple effect of positive change. I was listening to a podcast episode on To My Sisters and they talked about how women think, or most women, think female friendships or relationships are less important than romantic relationships. So if a romantic partner hurts you or breaks your heart, you will heal, yes? But you will most likely want to try again. But when it's a female friend, you go about how they are witches and terrible humans. I get it. There are women who are um, sponsors of Satan. But is it really a woman thing or a human thing? There are good people and there are bad people, regardless of gender. I have met women who slept with my boyfriends, betrayed me, straight up endangered my life and nearly ruined me. I have had conversations with girlfriends that depleted me, who judged and misunderstood me. Relationships don't work with just anyone. Otherwise, we would have all married the first person we loved or dated. Let's just find our people, yeah? Yeah, let's do that. My mom has really good female friends. There is one who lives close to our house. They visit each other nearly every day and call each other when they don't, even when they do some days. My mom passes her house to work on weekdays. If she doesn't see my mom pass, she calls her or us. If no one is speaking, she comes over immediately to check on us. There is another one who visits every now and then, always brings food, helps her with her farm at the back of the house, If you didn't know better, you would think they are sisters, but they are just friends. I have met women and had friends who fed me, loved me, supported me, cared for me and uplifted me. For my first YouTube videos, I used a flimsy excuse for a light. It's a small light that uses battery. So I was going to get more batteries on this particular day and I decided to branch by my friend's place of work. I met her through a friend of mine a couple of months back. After some... Minutes of discussing, I told her I had to go. I needed to get some batteries for my light. Then she said, you don't have a ring light? I said, nope. And then she said, come by tomorrow. I'll give you mine. That was how I got a ring light. Or was it Um, on a work day, I went to the barracks with my married co-worker that is a soldier. My period started suddenly. I have seen his wife like twice and it was on a hello hi business I immediately called her aside and just whispered period immediately she sprang to action and gave me everything I needed to clean up and be comfortable one of my first jobs at a hotel bar I I was the only one on duty that day it was, um, it was on Easter day and I was running up and down trying to get everyone what they needed unbeknownst to me there was this lady who was observing me so um uh a time came when I had to clean a table was it in front of her or beside her and she called me she was like hey I was like hi can I get you anything and she was like um I've been looking at you you've been working so hard what's your name I told her She asked me if I was a student. I was. So I said, yeah, I'm a student. She asked how much my school fees was. And I told her and she said, okay, she was going to pay my school fees for the next year. She was a young woman. I think she should. I don't know. I I didn't. I don't even remember what she looks like, but I remember she was pretty young. And she asked for my account number, which I sent to her. She gave me her number to send her my account number. And best believe, best believe she did it. She did it for me. Hire women, train women, mentor women. Support female-founded companies. Smile at a female on the streets. Be an advocate in every way. Support each other's career and businesses. Promote art made by women. Read books written by women. Be vocal in your celebration. Celebrate her success. Tell her congratulations. Post her on socials. Plan a get-together. Compliment her. Listen actively. Don't Don't be judgmental. Let's stand out to sexism. When others are trying to silence us, demean us, or ignore us, intentionally or not, make a point to do something about it. Take her seriously and make sure she feels listened to and understood. Empowerment is important, but so is empathy and understanding. Make sure other women's hard work is noted. Stop putting other women down or trying to trivialize how hard they've worked or how far they've come. I saw a video on Instagram of Rihanna singing on the stage and on the comment section, a lady was mocking her and talking about how she can't sing. Matter of fact, people still argue that Beyonce can't actually sing. Donate to female-focused charities women's education, health and social charities. Talk about money, savings and investment with other women. Talk about safety, check up on your friends. If they are in a new city, tell them where to go and when not to go. When you have the opportunity, choose to mentor other women. Encourage them to learn, ask questions, voice their opinions. Find a mentor. I look up to a lot of women, women who we may never actually cross paths, but I call them my ancestors because I wouldn't dare to dream the dreams I hold now, if not for them. They paved the way I saw them do it. It's okay to post whatever you want, but let's try to be real and realistic for the most part. Let's not create a false filtered or edited persona. Be transparent, open about jobs, sex life, salaries, hardships, success, Botox, everything. Secrecy breeds jealousy because the unknown makes us insecure. I know, I know, I know, I know there are snakes out there, I know. But as best as we can, let's do that. We empower our um, experiences and create a foundation of shared experiences that way. And that makes us feel supported rather than alienated. Other women's success doesn't diminish your own as much as it seems like it, it actually doesn't. At this point, I I think of um, Doja Kat's woman. Let me be a woman, 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 woman. Yeah, Uh, create or be part of a network of women around you, professional organizations, social clubs, or online communities. There are practical examples of this. Some of them are Women Who Code, The Wing, Girls Who Code, Women in Technology, International, Lean In, The Women's March, The 50-50 Project, Time's Up, The Me Too Movement. We would also be looking into some of these female-led movements in the future. Have you guys seen the movie um, titled um, Bombshell? What about, she said, both are based on true stories and a testament to the amazing things women can achieve when they work together or simply have a conversation. Thank you for listening. Please share and rate this podcast. Our Instagram handle is fem underscore gram. We would always post whoever we get to talk about on every episode to give a face to the name. We will also be posting books, movies, documentaries and resources on our Instagram page. Have a beautiful week.